What up, HyperChange? We have unbelievably epic news today. Bitcoin soaring to all-time highs at 43,000 on official news that Tesla has purchased 1.5 and is holding $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. This news probably caught everyone in the world by surprise. Unless you were tuning in to HyperChange, uh, this is something we've been covering on the channel. I, I'm still processing this news. I can't believe um, that it's actually official and that Tesla moved $1.5 billion um, into the cryptocurrency. Tesla and Bitcoin, two of my favorite things in the world. It seems like a match made in heaven. So in this video, I want to break down what exactly happened here, um, what this means for Bitcoin and the whole ecosystem going forward. This has huge, huge implications. So actually just a little bit of background, you know, Tesla was not making money, not a very profitable company up until just a year or two ago. Then they started printing billions of dollars, $3 billion in operating cash for the last quarter to be exact. They've been raising capital with the equity price soaring. They have about $20 billion on their balance sheet. So Tesla has more cash than they can spend in the near term. This means that what are you going to do with that cash? Invest in treasuries, invest in bonds, this, invest in bonds, that, or we can look at this new new slice of the pie that is called Bitcoin and crypto assets. And that could be a better store of our wealth than fiat currency, which is getting diluted. So I even put out a whole video with Michael Saylor, um, the CEO of MicroStrategy, who was a pioneer of putting his balance sheet into Bitcoin, saying, Elon, Tesla, let's put, you know, one, 2% of our balance sheet into Bitcoin. This is a smart move. There's no way we're going to spend all this 20 billion, uh, you know, ASAP or make it a couple billion a quarter. Um, instead of getting, you know, this hard-earned cash, which we sold shares to dilute our shareholders for and just let it dwindle and melt like an ice cube of fiat. Fiat, let's invest it into something that's going to appreciate in value and at least have a hedge of store of value. You know, right now we're putting all our 20 billion into fiat. Let's move a little bit of that into crypto just to be safe. So this was kind of a moonshot crazy theory, but it actually happened. And so now let's read um, the 10K filing that uh, Tesla filed with the SEC, their annual financial statement, which has the official news section about how this all went down. We hold and may acquire digital assets that may be subject to volatile market prices, impairment, and unique risk of loss. Page 23, if you want to follow along. In January 21, we updated our investment policy to provide us with more flexibility to further diversify and maximize returns on our cash that is not required to maintain adequate operating liquidity, aka money we don't need. As part of the policy, which was duly approved by the audit committee of our board of directors, we may invest a portion of such cash in alternative reserve assets, including digital assets, gold bullion, and gold exchange traded funds, and other assets as specified in the future. Therefore, we invest an aggregate of $1.50 billion into Bitcoin under this policy and may acquire and hold digital assets from time or long from time to time or long term. Moreover, we begin to accept begin accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment for our products in the near future, subject to applicable laws and initially on a limited basis, which we may or may not liquidate upon receipt. So that's a bunch of official legal jargon. This is the SEC fine. This is a piece of history, folks. Um, but Tesla saying they have bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. It's been approved by their board of directors as a good thing to hold on their balance sheet if they don't need to spend that money for operating liquidity. And they also, this is another moonshot that I made a live stream a couple days after the Michael Saylor video was like, wait, okay, Tesla, you don't even have to buy Bitcoin in the open market. Let's just let people pay in Bitcoin, all these rich Bitcoin heirs, and then just keep the Bitcoin on our balance sheet instead of converting it back to fiat. We can de facto build a Bitcoin position that way. And it looks like Tesla will be doing that as well. And so they begin to, uh, start accepting officially Bitcoin as a form of payment. I think that's a genius move. I mean, how many people made so much money in Bitcoin um, that want to buy a Tesla? So I think this is unbelievable uh, move. And, you know, Tesla, 1.5 billion out of their 20 billion in cash, about seven or 8% of their cash. So more than the one to 5% I was expecting. I mean, if you're going to do it, go big. Why not? I love that push. And my deep down theory here was, uh, you know, Michael Saylor's doing it. Uh, Square's doing it. It's Bitcoin is widely becoming adopted and truly institutionalized as this new digital asset reserve currency. And when you think about what's happening, the dollar, we're way off the gold standard. Uh, we already printed $1,200 and $600 to every American, probably going to start printing a lot more every 
every month going forward. Uh, I just think we're in the, you know, this accelerating dilution spiral of fiat, which is very, very apparent. And that's why it's so important to look at these different ways we can invest our capital and store our wealth. So I think this is a huge, huge trend. Tesla's ahead of the curve. This is why when I was pitching this to Tesla, I hit up Tesla and I was like, yo, we got to do this now. And I feel like I know I'm a crazy millennial saying we should buy Bitcoin, but just deep down in my gut instinct, it's like, okay, we can buy Bitcoin now. At the time it was like 19 or 20K, or we can just wait for it to go up 10X until a bunch of other, other tech companies do it first and just buy in later at higher. So it was like, why not do it? Why not be the first mover? It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If Tesla does it, then almost every other big tech company can do it. It opens the doors. Tesla's not a weird Bitcoin company um, like Square. So, or, you know, not weird, but you get the point. Um, so this totally opens the door for the next wave of institutionalization of Bitcoin. I think companies like Apple with 100 billion plus on their balance sheet that they don't know what to do with, that is constantly getting diluted and losing in fiat. I mean, this almost looks like a no-brainer. So to me, it's just totally a matter of time before other companies start adopting this. Um, Bitcoin, right, as I'm making this video, about 43, and actually almost now 44,000, um, up 30% in the past seven days, 15% today. Its market cap is about $820 billion. So it would have been hard for Tesla to buy much more than this. And we don't exactly know what price Tesla bought the Bitcoin at, but assuming even if it was at 44,000, or it's now it's even 44,100, who knows what, what'll be by the time I'm watching this episode. But Bitcoin, um, that was about, you know, 0.2% of Bitcoin is my guess. So Tesla owns 0.2% of all Bitcoin. It'd be harder for them to really have bought much more than that. So this is actually, even just them buying a little bit of of Bitcoin would have been surprising, but this is a huge chunk of Bitcoin, 1.5 billion with a B, um, much more than I was expecting, an aggressive move um, into the cryptocurrency. So um, I think this is, you know, who's the next one that's going to drop? Is it Amazon? Is it Apple? Is it Google? Is it Facebook? Um, I think Twitter, I just think, you know, Twitter is also run by Jack Dorsey. I just think it's a matter of time and it, Bitcoin becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where if everybody starts buying it, if everybody believes it's a reserve currency, then it actually indeed will become one. When you think about the valuation of Bitcoin, my theory is we're still so early. I mean, look at gold as an asset and Tesla lists gold in that SEC filing is another sort of alternative storage asset we could buy. So with $8 trillion worth of gold in the world, I mean, Bitcoin is still valued at just 10% of gold. And if you think that inflation hedge gets even more important in a world where the largest countries are printing more and more fiat currency, if you think that inflation hedge gets a bigger market capitalization, if it's easier to move, if it's digitally native, it's programmable in software. I mean, I think Bitcoin has the potential to be a $10, $20 trillion asset just as a store of value G-check on fiat currencies. If it goes beyond that, even more. But so Bitcoin, although it seems late, although it seems almost a trillion, when you talk about the game of world currencies, um, this is still sort of a drop in the bucket and a very, very small thing. And Tesla's getting in super duper early. Um, so I also want to talk about the elephant in the room here, um, uh, Bitcoin's energy usage. Bitcoin uses a massive amount of energy. Um, a lot of that energy, you know, it's the cheapest energy that you could possibly find you'd want to mine Bitcoin with because that's just how your economics work. Um, in many ways, I think you could almost say Bitcoin is like the global spot price for energy in some way, because at any point you can take out energy and connect to the internet, you can start getting paid for that in Bitcoin. So Bitcoin has this incredibly fascinating relationship with energy and is a massive consumer of energy. And if you look at what Elon Musk tweeted a week or two ago about wanting to invest $100 million in a carbon capture grant, I believe a lot of that is because he had just bought Bitcoin and was like, yo, we're going to be polluting a ton of carbon with this new financial infrastructure. We need to figure out how to make sustainable energy and carbon capture technologies to really get Bitcoin to be the mainstream in a sustainable way. So this is, I think, the hottest take out of all of this. Um, and why it surprised me that Tesla went so aggressively into it is because Tesla, you know, I'm a huge tree hugger. I love the mission of saving the world um, to invest in renewable energy, but also at the same time, you know, Bitcoin is building this new financial system, which is going to democratize access, um, but is polluting a huge amount. So that pushes, you know, the urgency with at which we need to come up with renewable energy technology even more. Um, but I think if Bitcoin was inevitable and it is this amazing technology, um, 
I don't know. I, I mean, it's I, I'm still I don't have a good answer here, but I, I do think Bitcoin's energy usage is a huge point of concern. It's something that Tesla and Elon are probably looking at. Um, and I hope that in the future, a lot of innovation happens on layer two of Bitcoin. The main chain doesn't actually scale and the amount of dollars moved on the network per, you know, amount of CO2 emitted goes up dramatically. And that's already happening. The average transaction on the Bitcoin network was just a hundred or a thousand bucks a few years ago. Now it's a hundred thousand bucks. So, you know, a pollution per dollar moved on the network down a hundred X in just a few years. So I think there's huge potential in the long run for Bitcoin to become a lot more energy efficient and still become a global currency. So that's something I want to keep in mind for all the skeptics out there. There you have it, folks. This is as much a win for Bitcoin as it is a loss for the US dollar. Um, it is quickly becoming that Bitcoin is going into the mainstream thought of as a reserve currency. The world's largest, most innovative, advanced companies are putting it on their balance sheet instead of fiat cash. Keep in mind, Tesla literally diluted shareholders and sold 5 billion of Tesla equity not too long ago um, at around these prices and moved that from cash into Bitcoin. Bitcoin. So essentially, Tesla decided that it would rather own Bitcoin than its own equity on some level, or at least as a hedge. I mean, this has so many implications in what Bitcoin will be thought of, how rapidly it will become institutionalized. Um, I think this is an undeniable, massive, fundamental bullish catalyst um, for Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency, a huge mark on the way to it growing up, and just how special is it that Tesla is the company to do it. Um, I think in deep down, I think this was 100% inevitable. I think it's a hugely strategic advantage, you know, uh, just genius move to get ahead of the curve. They're probably already up a couple hundred million, soon gonna be up billions on this position. Um, and they didn't have to dilute shareholders to raise those billions. They just did it because they were smart with their investments. Awesome move. I love it. I love how open-minded Tesla and Elon Musk are, Martin, Zach Kirkhorn, the board of directors, the way they, you know, listen to these out there crazy theories and say, actually, you know what? They're right. This is ahead of the curve. Let's a bunch of our retail investors love Bitcoin. They want us to look into this. They want to pay for our products in Bitcoin. Let's listen to them. Let's give them a chance. Let's do it. And they're not moving all their cash into Bitcoin, but they did move seven or eight percent. So this is huge news. Absolutely epic. Um, uh, yeah, I just I'm still I can't believe it happened. Um, I, I think this is going to be a game changer. Um, 2021. I mean, this is like the most 2021 headline ever. Tesla buys a billion of Bitcoin. So anyway, this is HyperChange. I wanted to wrap it up a little bit in a weird mood today. I've had some, you know, personal uh, stuff go on. Um, anyway, wanted to end the episode with some wisdom. Stock market's going up. Everyone's crazy. Tesla, Bitcoin, all this mania. Um, I think everyone's getting FOMO about investing, but I also kind of want to bring it back to this point that like the best investment you're ever going to make in life is in memories with your friends and family. Nothing's more important than that. That's the best investment you'll ever make in your life. Praying for my homie, Marco. One of my closest friends, Marco, who actually produced this beat for HyperChange, the intro songs, not doing well right now. I've been praying for him. I hope you can pray for him as well. Really made me realize how short life is and just how much you got to appreciate every moment and live it to the fullest. So hope y'all can take that advice with you. Peace.